What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast, the Kentucky Chronicles podcast, with with me, Keaton, and my cousin Layton. Try outdoors, try outdoors, and endless outdoors. Um, today's podcast, we're gonna be talking about kind of our last year, twenty twenty one, kind of what we did relating to our hunting, fishing, and outdoor stuff. Um, some of it just our year in general, but mostly going to be about our hunting and fishing, what we did, just to, just to kind of get you guys, you know, used to what we kind of do in a year, what kind of hunting we usually do. Even this year was a little different for me. I didn't get to do as much as I usually do. Um, Leighton had a pretty good, good year when it comes from when it comes from hunting, so you'll get to hear multiple of our different stories throughout the year, but I thought since it's not even, it's just February 12th, not even, you know, mid-February, I really want to talk about turkey hunting yet, because I thought it's still a little bit early, and I want to save those for when it gets close to the turkey season, and then hopefully me and Layton can do a podcast, you know, during turkey season, or right before it, um, when I'm in Kentucky for the springtime, because we'll actually, actually be there, so... So, yeah, I'm going to start out with springtime because this time of year, you know, we don't really do nothing. The only thing that happened in February was um, I found out that the breeder for German Wirehair Pointers that we were looking for was going to have a litter of puppies. And my my parents put a deposit down on a on a puppy. So I knew I was getting a German Wirehair Pointer in a few months. So I guess that was exciting because I'd been wanting a dog for like four years or a hunting dog. I didn't have a dog anyways, but I had wanted a hunting dog for a long time. But yeah, I'm going to start with springtime. Um, Let's just get right into it. Turkey season last year, there was a lot of buildup and hype for myself surrounding turkey season. You know, I did, I did multiple videos doing reviews and um like tip videos and it was just like left and right yeah i was i was really pumped up for turkey season last year and you know it was a good season i learned a lot of stuff you know but but i'm gonna kind of i'm gonna kind of get into a little bit of detail of what happened so i had about a week before it started last year because um youth weekend my spring break last year, the end of it was youth weekend. It was just on a Saturday and Sunday. So if you know anything about youth weekends when hunting, it's usually early in the season or late in the season. But for turkey season, it's usually early in the season and usually a week or two before the regular season. So it was still early, which means that the turkeys are going to be bunched up and the toms are just going to be following the hens around waiting for them to be ready to breed and stuff. But, so we already knew that that was going to be kind of a disadvantage. So we wanted to bring our business so that they could see them. So I got a brand new strutter decoy last year, you know, and the first day of the youth weekend, the Saturday, um, we got out there. And the turkeys were gobbling their heads off. We watched them fly down. 
usually they usually they fly down into the field but what it happened is they well they did fly down into the field at first and they kind of strutted around but we couldn't see all that they had either flew flew down into the woods or they were still in the tree and I just want to say this first off the first ones that we saw fly down they flew down like super late usually fly down first sunlight but these ones were like 30 45 minutes after the sun was like good and up they flew down so I was getting nervous just for that but then we watched them flew down saw and then we watched them go into the woods and we waited a good 45 minutes to an hour for them to come out of the woods into the field and hope for them to see our decoys. But then after that, me and my and since we we were going to pick up our decoys and just take the shredder decoy and go and go sneak through the on the edge of the wood line and go try to hunt these um, turkeys in the woods. Uh, but when we got about probably 40 yards from where we wanted to be, and this up on up on this top, the top of the hill at the field, just a big hill, a big ridge in the top of the woods, and it's a hill in the field. That's where the turkeys roost, and then it dips way down, and then it goes back up a little bit, and where we set up is where it, is where it comes back up after going after going down to the bottom of the field and from the from the top where the turkeys roost to where we usually sit up is about 300 to 350 yards so in between that there's a little dip and then a hill when we got down almost to the bottom of the dip um i looked out into the field and saw a turkey strutting out there with about five hens and they had came out of the woods into the field and since we were already in the woods, we couldn't really go out there and set our decoys back up because the turkeys were out there in the field and they were going to be able to see us. They kind of worked their way down the tree line a little bit. And then we started calling a little bit and those hens got super curious and came over and brought the strutter over with them. And my dad was behind me probably, I don't know, 10 yards and we were we were on our bellies at this point, crawling in this in this creek, and we got super we got super muddy because at the bottom of those two hills in the field, you know, that's where all the water ran off into the woods, and it created a little creek creek right there. So we were crawling through that. It was all muddy. It was about ten yards behind me and to the right of me, and he was holding decoy and calling a little bit on a slate call, and I had my camera and my shotgun. And so I sit at this tree, and in front of me was this was this gigantic oak tree, and I didn't really think anything about it. Where I thought the turkey was going to come at was over to the left of that, so I was going to shoot him before he got to, to there. But the turkey, I thought the turkey was going to keep coming, because we're sitting in the woods. We're to the field, and where we're... Where we're in between the fence, in between the woods and the field, they're right there. And so I thought the turkey was going to come around to my left. When he got behind that big tree, I started getting my camera and trying to set it up and stuff. And I had no, I, I wasn't really paying attention because the turkey had worked its way like super slow the whole time. So I thought he was still behind that tree. 
well, my, I hear my dad start saying something, and I turn around and look, and the turkey is sitting right there pecking on the decoy's head that my dad is literally holding with his hand while he was calling, but just sitting there with his head ducked waiting for me to shoot it. And my, my gun is sitting off to the side, and I was trying to get the camera ready for the turkey to come to the left of the tree. But what had happened is instead of keeping going left, when the turkey, as soon as the turkey got in line with the decoy, he went and then went over to where the decoy And I don't know. I should have just grabbed my gun real fast and got on him and tried to shoot him real quick. But in the time, I was thinking if I grab my gun fast, this turkey's going to spook and run away. But I should have done that because I could have got on him and could have got away but I was slowly reaching for my gun and trying to get it up to shoulder and you know the turkey saw me either way and so the turkey started spooking off and he got through the woods and started started going a little bit faster and I just I never got a shot on him I should have been going faster but I never got a shot on him and my dad was saying like why didn't you shoot him and I I was telling him I never saw him until he Tilly was like right there. It's the thing I learned from that mistake was to was just to be patient because we were sitting there, and if we would have sat there just fit you know ten or fifteen minutes, probably not even that much. Those turkeys, we would have seen those turkeys come out in the field, and they probably would have seen our decoys, and I would have been ready, camera ready, everything. So the biggest, the biggest part of this turkey season was patience because I'm gonna tell you about day two as well. Well, let me finish off day one. Actually, I forgot that this happened day one. Day one, which is on the Saturday, it's it's the day I killed the turkey, but I'm getting to it. So when I when I was looking back on it, I was wondering why my dad was wanting me to shoot that turkey so much, anyways. Because the part I could beard, I could see, was like barely sticking out, like maybe three or four inches. So I thought, like, this is just a really big Jake. Um, and I knew that was there was probably some. Other, I didn't think it was really as much, but now I know that it was probably like a just a smaller two year old, and it's, it's still a gobbler. It might even have been bigger than that, but that's just all I remember it being maybe a four four or five inch beard. And you know, I thought it I thought it was a Jake, so that doesn't really play into the story, but it kinda does. Well, after that I was kind of frustrated and there was more several strutters out there from when this turkey came in, but those turkeys are still all out in the field. So I took the turkey fan off of the decoy and got over to that fence and I started fanning with that decoy and if you don't know or with the fan. If you don't know what that means, basically on the turkey decoy, we have a fan from an old turkey that has been dried. So it's, you know, stuck all fanned out in place. So I just took the fan and kind of fanning is when you, is when you like just wave the fan up and down. So I just add a little movement to the fan to get the turkey's attention. And then they think it's a gobbler and they run over there and beat it up pretty much but I was doing that and these two turkeys start coming 
and I'm looking, and as they get closer, I see that it's two big old red heads. So I get my gun ready, and I'm like, oh, I'm about to kill one of these gobblers real close, maybe maybe 15 yards. I'm like, I'm like, I don't see a beard on that. That's that's not a that's not a gobbler. It's a like it's that's a Jake. But then I thought like, well, the turkey that my turkey that I got frustrated that I was gonna kill that I thought was a I thought it um, apparently my dad saw it totally different than I did. Like he got to see a better look at it. He said it was a he said it was a pretty good gobbler. So I don't take his word for it, but. I was like, well, that one was a Jake, so I'm going to just, I'm frustrated. I'm mad at these turkeys. I just want to shoot one in the face. So, you know, they got about 10, they got about in, in to 10 yards, and I absolutely smoked one in the face, and I was all pumped, and I turned around, and my dad said, what are you doing? And I, and I was sitting there, I was confused. Confused. And then, and then I sit there and kind of thought to myself, I was like, I was like, what are you doing? You just shot a Jake, but hey, it was a mistake, but the excitement, it was kind of the excitement and frustration got to me and I just wanted to shoot a turkey so bad, but, um, but yeah, that was day one. I killed a Jake. It still tasted as good. So that's that. Day two. Because if you don't know in Kentucky, you can kill two gobblers a year, just not one in the same day. So we went back out. We had the same setup. We brought more decoys this time so that they'd be more attracted to coming to the decoys. Well, the go- some gobblers, um, some turkeys flew down. And they just kind of went out in the field, and they went back up into the woods. And we were, they went to the woods, and then they were, you know, they were gone for the morning. We sat there for like an hour, and they didn't come out. And we, we we sat there for a long time. And we got, you know, we got tired of sitting there. So we did the same thing we did the next You know, me and my dad stood up from sitting down at the tree, and we just kind of sat talked for a little bit. And then we went picked up the decoys and then talked some more. And then we kind of talked about, you know, we were talking about what we were going to do if we wanted to go up in the woods and try to chase some turkeys because we heard one goblin um, and we heard some hens back in the woods. Actually, we didn't hear a goblin. We just heard some hens back in the woods. And so we were going to do that. And then this is so weird because I literally we were walking away and I literally thought to myself, I better look back into the field in case there's some in case on any chance there's some gobblers out there. And where the turkeys are roosted is to our right in the field. Because, like I said, we're on that hill. And then to the right of us, dip, and then the hill where the turkeys roost. Well, on the left, smaller dip. It's kind of flat a little bit, and then it goes into this big hill. And so I, I look, and I look out to our left, and I see these two I see these two turkey heads just rubbernecking over the hill. They They... I didn't even see their body. They hadn't even got over the hill. And I, and I said, and I was saying to my dad, like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I was trying to whisper. He couldn't really hear me. And then I, and I, and I said, two gobblers. And then we, and then they started coming up over the hill. So we sat down. I kind of crawled back to where I was at. Um, we called at them a little bit, but they stopped at like, 
I don't know, 100 yards to 90 yards out. They just stopped, and I got some good video photos of them, but it was two big old gobblers, but they didn't they didn't really care for the calls. And like I said, they couldn't see any decoys because we had already picked up. So that's why I said that patience was the biggest thing I learned because if we would have sat there 30 minutes longer, those gobblers would have came over the hill, probably seen our decoys ran over there, and I would have got one. But that was the biggest thing I learned from turkey season. And then we found quite a few morel mushrooms, so that was pretty good. And then that spring is when I got chief. We started – kind of puppy training yeah didn't really didn't really do much after that after that was just just me just focused on chief and you know schoolwork and all that but and then we then summer rolled around uh, me and Layton went to Panama Panama City Beach and then we came back we came back and for a week we for a week I stayed at Layton's house and we went to his grandparents and went fishing. You know, I caught the most fish like always. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, he caught a bunch of fish. I remember that. We we went over to my I really I really catch a bunch of fish, but <laughs> I you, caught more, you caught more I caught, than me. I caught more than Layton. <laughs> Every single day, I remember cuz like, I remember during the spring, I would like I made one video during the spring, and that was a traveling kind of vlog, and it is one of my most cringiest videos on there, because I remember I said, I want to be making, like, videos this whole entire, like, two oh, weeks of Oh, spring. and, like, everybody says that we say cringe too much. Oh, yeah, we do. I mean, like, it's kind of the truth. And, I mean, like, a lot of other people say it, like, their videos are cringe. Because we, we are cringe. Exactly. So I'm gonna just say right now, let's just say three, two, one, cringe. We cringe. Yeah, that was, that was good. That was good. Go on um, with your story. Anyway, I made that one video during the spring, and then I tried making a couple more, but let's just say they failed to succeed. And um, I tried going out. I went out to my grandparents' lake house. I woke up. Four o'clock in the morning to go see if I could catch me a full-on stinking bass. Everybody else was asleep, and I got up, went to uh, where my grandparents were sleeping, and I literally got their keys to open their garage door, the garage door to you know get inside, get my fishing pole and stuff because it was closed, and it was like an outside garage. There's like two garages. There's one that holds like a golf cart and like a boat rack or something. And then there's like another one where you could put your cars, and I had to open the uh, the second one where you had to put like you know the golf cart and stuff, because that's where our fishing stuff was. So I had to open that. And I went, and got my fishing stuff, got my GoPro ready. I woke up my mom and she was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm going fishing." So then and so then I walked down there and I casted. I was using a, I was using a frog. I remember I was using a frog, and then my frog. <laughs> Yeah, Keaton's frog. He left. Oh, he left there. And I remember I casted it out. I tried. I tried like looking up a video so I can learn how to like tie a knot, but uh, like a fishing knot because I didn't know how to do it. And um, eventually, I thought I had it because it was working fine. I think like six casts in. You said you, you said you tied it like a shoelace. Yeah, I tied it like a shoelace because <laughs> you couldn't like tie. It. 
But like, but like, get this. But like, the sixth cast in, I remember, I got that fishing pole, and then I, and then I just said like, yeet to that sucker, and then before you know it, it goes shoo, and then like, and then I try reeling it in, and then the frog isn't moving, so I'm like, oh shoot, and I keep on reeling it in, and I just see this fishing line coming coming towards me. And the frog is still way down there, close to this falling down tree. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just like, mother. I was like, I was like really mad. And then I, I try like going over there trying to see if I can get it. I couldn't. Um, I was just like freaking out. And I text you and I text Kate and I was like, well, I lost your frog. And then and then I forgot what you said even. I, I don't even know what you said, but um. I stayed there for the like the whole entire like rest of the day, and I I just you know tried catching a couple of bass didn't, and I tried going for just like you know some standard bluegill I didn't do that either, um, so yeah I did that like almost the entire day, and yeah it was really bad, and then summer rolls around and I remember, did we go pick you up? No, we didn't. No, I don't even know. But anyway. No. We drove down to Panama. Or, oh, yeah, Panama. Or you yeah, drove to, or you drove to Atlanta, and then we stayed at the hotel, and then we went to Panama yeah. together. Yeah, and then we rode that back. Might be it. Aunt Lolo, shout out to you if you're listening to this, Aunt Lolo. Yeah, we might have to tell that story in another podcast episode because that's kind of no, that's uh, personal. Okay, it's personal. Okay, never <laughs> mind. I didn't, I didn't say anything. But when we got anything. back, but when we got back. Kentucky. I stayed a week at Layton's house, and we we went minnow trapping in the creek. We caught a few minnows. We um, it was pretty dope. It was pretty yeah. Dope. We went we went fishing at his grandparents. You know, I caught we the most went. fish. We went out on the paddle boat. Oh yeah, he caught. Yeah. I remember. I remember. I caught like I caught like one fish. I'm telling you, like the whole entire year of 2021, the. I think three fish is the most fish I ever caught the entire year. And I just, like, I don't know. I don't know what was up with me. And then I see, like, Caden back here, and he's, like, reeling in bluegill after cast after cast. And he's getting, like, some fish bluegill. And I'm like, how are you doing this? And he's just like, I don't know. And I'm like. Well, yeah, because there was this one spot on the dock where, you, like, you just had to have a, a little tiny hook. And then you could just you just pitch it over there, and then you just catch like it was it was probably a little bad that had that had bluegill and sunfish on it, but I was just catching them, caught some caught caught one or two pretty decent ones. But I think this year, if we go back out there and we actually you know catch something, we gotta make a catch and cook video. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be so sick. Usually but we catch we well, usually we catch one that's good enough to eat. That's what I was trying to do. Catfish, but I never caught one. Yeah, we should we should have like multiple poles set up. Yeah, I had two. I had two poles, but I don't know. Usually, if you cast out there into the channel, you can catch a catfish, but I didn't catch none. Yeah, that, last year wasn't a good year for fishing for anybody in my family, really. Yeah, it was it was late too. It was already July. Yeah, it was like late July. It was around Fourth of July. Yeah, it was right before 4th of July. I think it was 4th of July, actually. 
Or no, it was right before because I went back to my dad's on like the third of July. Yeah, something like that. Because I was at anyway. my dad's for Fourth of July. But anyways, you know, Lane's grandparents' house. We also I, went. Uh, I caught the most fish. Of course, you did. We also went sparrow and like <laughs> starling hunting too. That's a video on my channel. Go check it out. Yeah, uh, it was at late back at Layton's house when we came back from his grandparents. Yeah, it was fun. But, we, um, shot, we shot like and killed like zero. <laughs> yeah, go watch that video if you haven't. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting. Pretty funny. Yeah, and that's whenever both of us were like starting to grow our hair out, like really growing our hair out. So uh, if y'all <laughs> want to see us with like longer hair, then go watch that. If you want to see my my hair at its finest, go over to my deer hunting video. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, then we also we also went over to my or our other grandparents. Like on our both of our sides, this is how like we're connected, pretty mm-hmm. much. And we and then we went over there, and we both did like an actual collab. We have a video on both of our channels. Of we both know, have a video. Set, yeah, we both had a video like the same event, and that was a, a bullfrog catch and cook. And we, we do out. we do it every year. We it's like a tradition. We do it every year. We did it last year. We did it the year before, and I bet you anything we're doing it again this year. So stay yep. tuned for that. Um, but yeah, we but not only did we uh, kill a couple of frogs, but we also got a squirrel out of it too, which is pretty cool. And and I'm pretty sure during that time they were in season. I'm. I'm really sure that they were, but uh, honestly, who cares anymore? Rip, I'm joking. Uh, do not find me for that Kentucky Fish and Wildlife. <laughs> um, anyway, Lake shot it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I shot. I shot it right in the head. It, it, it's it's see. it's 2022. This the. the the squirrel identified as a frog. <laughs> so it was legal. Yeah, you can't assume someone's gender or what it is anymore. Can't assume can't assume its species. Can't assume its species. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's pretty much what we did during the summer. Oh yeah. there might be something else. We oh cooked, yeah. And we cooked them up in the morning and then I went yeah. I went fishing a few times. Well, I went fishing once. At at Bob's, I went fishing once, and we caught we caught caught we caught quite a few fish. Had to go fish fry out of it, and then the rest of the summer, you know, I didn't really do that much actually. Wow. Oh yeah, you also got chief during that time. It was like before we went on vacation. Yeah, I got chief. Yeah, I talked about that. Oh my bad, I forgot. About I talked that. about yeah. I talked about how I got chief and stuff. In the summer, that's just what I was thinking about. Just. Chief, because I was ready to start training with him. So that's what happened at the end of summer. I, when I got, when I came back to when I came back to Virginia, we, I started training Chief, obedience training and stuff like that. Yeah, that was during that was like after the summer. That was like August. Yeah, and that moved and that moved in September. Oh yeah, so you've almost been there for a whole entire year. Almost. Well, it's in been septem- like, it's been like September, I will be. Yeah, it's been like half a year. No. Yeah. Yeah, so, something like that. Something probably like that. it's probably been, probably been six or seven months. 
Anyway, um, that's pretty much what you did during like. Did you do? Did you do anything else at the like the end of summer after 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 we were fishing at Honestly, your grandparents and shooting sparrows and stuff or shooting at them? You there? Hello. Oh Lord. You there? Yeah. We're echoing though. What happened? I don't know. Yeah, what ha- what happened? I don't know. I'm echoing. Are you echoing? No. From home. When oh, we're here. You're not echoing anymore. What did you press? I clicked finish recording. Why? <laughs> I, I don't know. I no no. I didn't click that before. Anyway, we have we've had some technical difficulties. Um. Yeah. Sorry what, about that. Did you did you do anything at the end of summer? Uh, I was. That's what I was doing. I was going to go look at my channel to see if I posted anything, but I don't think I did. Yeah, I don't think you could click off. I think you might have done a few streams or something. Oh yeah. Speaking of that, I got into like. At the beginning of the year, I got, like, really into, like, the Hunter Call of the Wild. So, like, that's what I was doing most of the time during the spring. That's why I didn't make any videos. So. And you were, you well, you were on spring break, but you got, since COVID, you got, like, a lot of NTI and stuff. Yeah, true. And then, and then, and then you got COVID. Oh, yeah. I got that, like, during September. Yeah. Yeah, I actually got COVID, yeah. Because I remember I remember I posted a video before of um it might be the bullfrog catch a cook. I'm not looking because I don't wanna have what happened just a second ago happen again. But uh, I'm pretty sure it was after my bullfrog catch a cook that I um <laughs> I posted a video of some like stuff that has happened and stuff and that was like after I recovered from having COVID because Oh yeah, and that your dog was better and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I remember. I remember that video. Cause I remember, I remember I was. Uh, this is how I knew I had it. Cause for some reason, my dad's my dad's truck was messed up, so he had to go take it to a little shop so he can get it fixed, right? So then, uh, so he was driving like this work truck that he uses uh for his work, and. It has, like, this weird smell to it, so it's not, like, a bad smell. It's, like, you know how some stuff has just, like, its own kind of smell to it, you know? It's it's kind of, like, it just, it, it has a certain smell, let's just say that. And I remember I smelled that in the morning, and I was already feeling sick, like, achy a couple of days before. But, um, like, I could still go to school. Like, I still felt like going to school and stuff, so that's why I didn't, you know, stay home. But then I remember during lunch, I was hanging out with my friend Clayton, and then he <laughs> he had this bag of Doritos, and they're like school Doritos, so they're like whole grain and stuff, and they're all nasty. And he said, he said, low-key, this smells terrible. Like, take a smell out of it, but like, they taste good. And I, was, I tried to put my nose to it, I took a whiff, and then I couldn't smell it. And I was like, oh, let me smell that again. Tried smelling it. Didn't smell it. So I looked at my lunchbox and I had Coke. So I opened that and I tried smelling it. I got Coke. Not only did I get Coke up my nose, uh, oh, up my nose, but 
I couldn't smell it. So I was like, so it oh, just shoot. like burned. Yeah, it, it burned, but I still couldn't smell. But it. you couldn't smell the coke smell. Yeah, no, I couldn't. So then I text my mom and I'm like, hey, I can't smell anything. I might have COVID. So then I remember <laughs> she was like, okay, we'll pick you up. So then I go to my sixth period class and then I'm like having my mask on over, like, you know, really having my mask on so I don't get anybody else sick because that's what I was really afraid of. Like, as soon as I couldn't smell anything, I like scooted, kind of scooted away from my friends and stuff. Because I was like really scared about you know them getting COVID. I didn't want them getting COVID. So but anyway, then like, but then like everybody at your school got it, didn't he? <laughs> right? I remember in my sixth period class, I I was just sitting there listening, and then someone in the back of my class they were talking about COVID, and they said, "I bet you what you think someone in here right now has COVID." And I was like, "Oh shoot." <laughs> <laughs> So then I was just like, it was weird. And um, yeah, it was really weird. Yeah, and then I just tested positive for it. And then I had, it wasn't like terrible. Like I could still play basketball yeah. and stuff. I was still like in an active mood. I just couldn't you smell just anything. A, you just got a free like week and a half. Right, but like it was <laughs> That's so what weird. You did. I, I remember that. <laughs> but it was so weird. It was like every time my parents came to my room, they were wearing a mask, and it just didn't feel right. But eventually, I, I recovered from it, and yeah, so I'm not, I'm not going to say <laughs> that was your September. My September. <laughs> that was my September. My September. I was wearing a mask for a different reason. I was wearing a mask because I was deer hunting, and I wasn't wearing face paint, so. That's cool, I guess. Well, anyways, <laughs> September rolls around. The first, the first for like two or three days, for the first couple days of September, I went back to Kentucky because my school doesn't start in, you know, the second week of September or something like that. Like usually after Labor Day. This year it's before Labor Day, I think. But, um, anyways, I went to Kentucky for the first couple days of September, and. Dove season was going to be open. Deer season was going to be open. So I was excited for both. September um, 4th was opening day of deer season. I went deer hunting that day. In the morning, you know, I walked into my spot. And where my spot's at, there's a, there's a, right before you get to it, there's a train track. And when I was coming in the morning, I was super lucky because a train came. And I got to get in, like, so quiet because, you know, when a train comes, it's going to scare pretty much everything out of there. Well, for for a little bit anyways. I live there, so used to the train, though, that it doesn't really bother them. But anyways, my spot was, like, was like right there. So I got to sneak in because this train was, this as soon as the train got out of the way and all the train cars, I got to just walk across the tracks and into the woods where my spot was. And I didn't have a tree stand or anything. Um, like a day or two before, we had just um, made out a trail of the leaves. Well, it's really pine. Think about pine needles. They're like pretty quiet anyway. Just made a little trail there and then uh, made me a spot around a tree and put some limbs to make a little blind. And so I went there, sat there. Didn't really see much that morning. I didn't see anything really, but as soon as the sun started coming up at like six something, um, 
I like got like some coyotes got like super close to me, and I was like had my hand on my bow. I was ready to start fighting some coyotes because they were like super close and and stuff. And I was like, well, well, the, like I was like, well, this is the end. I'm just, I was just holding on to my bow. I was, I was ready, I was ready to shoot. I was ready to shoot one with my bow. But I never actually saw them. They just, I just heard them. They got super close and they started howling and stuff. You were going to go to war with them. Yeah, I sat there until like, cause I told, I told myself if like, like ten or ten thirty, I'm gonna leave because, you know, it'll get hot and stuff. And I'm just gonna tell you right now, the mosquitoes were. And I, yeah, you know, I didn't really think I I needed bug spray because I had I had like a mask on, a hat, I had long hair that like covered my neck and my ears, I had, <laughs> I had long sleeve, I had long pants and boots on, bro. I'm telling you, any exposed skin that those mosquitoes could find, like the little, like the little sliver of skin on the side of my head, where my mask wasn't covering. Mosquitoes just like covering the whole space. My hands were absolutely covered up. I tried to put them in my pocket, but it was kind of you know it was hot out, so you don't really want to warm up your. You know, it feels better to have them out in the wind and stuff. And I was just kinda, I was just kind of chilling there. I was getting to eat, but I was getting kind of bored because it was like it was like ten o'clock, and I was like, you know. I'm going to walk out here to the railroad tracks. And if I don't see any, if I don't see anything, I'm probably going to get all my stuff from my little blind spot. And then I'm just going to dip because I was going to go dove hunting that evening. And I walk out to the railroad tracks. I look to, I look to the right. And there's a buck standing. I get behind these cross ties that are there. I start looking at him, and it's like, it's this little seven-pointer. You know, it's his first he had. It's just this little seven-pointer, but he starts just walking, like, straight. He never me or anything, but I was just sitting there at ties, and he starts walking straight towards me. He gets to maybe 30 yards, maybe 40 yards. It was a little out of my comfort zone, but I was trying to film with my phone, and then he kind of, I don't know if he heard me or saw me or smelt me or what, but. He kind of started looking over there, and he he was, like, flicking his ears and stuff and flicking his tail and, like, moving his head around. I don't know what he was doing. He was – that's on the video. He said he was mad at something. Like, he didn't know what it was, but he was mad that he couldn't figure it out. And then – so this deer starts – this deer starts – and then I look, and he goes into the woods where the trail's at. So I'm like, oh, snap, he's going to – because the county I'm in in Kentucky is legal to have corn, but I so I go back through my trail and I get back to my blind, in through the woods and I see him. He's walking, it's over almost to my corn pile, and he smells me right there. And you know when deer smell you, they start blowing and stomping their hoofs and then they run away. Well, this deer he was doing that and then he runs away, and then. And then, but he stops and then he starts coming back and then he gets a second, runs away and then he comes back like four times, like four or five times. He just, he just keeps coming back. And one of the times he stops and started eating corn. So I'm, so I'm like, I'm going to get ready. And tr- Cause I was texting him and he's like, 
was like, just shoot him. Like, it's your with a bow and I just want some deer meat. Like, <laughs> and he, 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 he was, he was like, you have like a perfect shot. Like, go ahead and shoot him. And I like, if I get like an absolutely perfect shot, then I'm going to shoot him. But anyways, he kind of, he kind of, he runs away like, smells me. And then get closer so I can get a better shot. I get to this tree and the deer comes back in, starts munching on some corn. And I'm like, okay, I got a perfect bow. And then I pull back my bow and I'm him like I'm ready to go. And there's this limb exactly where I want to and so I, you know, even something 20 yards away, a small can away. Like, I can't really aim anywhere else. And, like, if you know anything about bows, if one little limb hits it, your arrow is, like, going up completely different than where you aim. So, so I didn't shoot him. And then he goes off again. And then he goes off. He doesn't come back. And so I sit there for a little bit longer. Nothing really happens. So I go back. I go dove hunting um, on a public on public land field. I shot a few times, but didn't get any. There was a lot of hunters out there. Um, as I was, it, this is funny because I was sitting there the whole time waiting for doves to fly over, trying to shoot at them. Because if a dove flies through that field, like every hunter in the field trying to shoot at them, even if they're way, even if they're too far away. But it's funny. I unloaded my gun put all my shells in my bucket, started walking out. This dove is just sitting in the field. I'm looking at him. And he just flies up like right in front of me. And I'm just watching the whole time. And I was like, if I had my gun with a shell in it, I could have smoked that dove. But that was funny. So <laughs> I go back that evening. A doe and her two, you know, they bust me just like the buck did. Well, what was funny is they were doing what he was doing and they kept coming back and coming back. But they were kind of staying a little bit further away than he was. They weren't coming to the corn. But then they busted me. They finally went away. You know, I came back, came the next morning. That was my Didn't see anything. And that was the, the only days I got to deer hunt that year. 2021 is the only days I got. Um, October, I'd been training chief, you know, all September. Beginning of October. October rolls around. Um, where, we, where I was hunting early season ducks at, they have this system where you have to go into this um, website on the phone. Like, like you have to reload. You have to get to, like, like at 11.50, you have to keep all the blinds up and up, and you get to reserve a blind to hunt at or a spot to hunt at. Some spots don't have the actual blinds there. You just kind of hunt the water hole. But um, I was at school, and Dad was on, and he said that he was reloading. And usually it pops up at, like, 11.59, like, before 12, because the people do it at, like, 11.59. So he was reloading, and he said he reloaded and because the button – to reserve will be gray until it's the time and then it will be and he said he was um, clicking it to reload it and it popped up blue but he was he had been clicking you know something on your phone you can actually do it or whatever but 
kind of too extra. Got and and got in there, and someone had already beat. We had just we just hunted the evening instead of the morning because usually people hunt the morning, leave the blind, you know, early morning. And so the spots are open, so we did that. But we didn't we didn't stay very long, really. We didn't stay till darker. Um, I don't think either of us wanted to walk out in the dark. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't really care if we you know planned on killing a bunch of ducks, but a bunch of ducks. So we kind of just sat in there and we brought Chief. It was his first hunt. Um, where, where we were at, it was really flooded. The last year well not last year but the year before that 2020 it wasn't nearly and there was like trees or stumps that we could sit on and it was kind of dry ground that was not the case this year it was all dead and so we were a tree and chief was having to sit on but he he had fun he kind of just um he kind of just ran around had fun and now that was it, kind of for the fall, for for my fall, except for in November, for not November, December, around Christmas time, for my birthday slash Christmas present, I got a guided hunt on the eastern shore of Maryland. So went on that, got my first mallards and my first geese, and we didn't get to bring chief because it was a guided hunt, but still, um, we took it back to him after that, or took the ducks back home and the geese. And Chief was retrieving the ducks and geese. That was pretty cool to see, but that's kind of all I did. I can get on one, one or two more pheasant hunts before it's really turkey time. But yeah, you can talk about your hunting season now, later. Alrighty then. Um, my fall was like a whole lot different because. Well, he was out, you know, going on one deer hunt, which is sad. I feel bad for you about that. Um, next year it'll be different because next year, you know, usually yeah. I come in, usually I come in Christmas time, but um, this my school is different than all my other schools. My new school in Maryland, you only get a week for Christmas break instead of two weeks. So usually I'd have a week here and then a week at my dad's. But I had to split up one week into here and at my dad's. I only had like four days at my dad's last year. But we're getting a whole week off for Thanksgiving this year. So instead of um, instead of doing just four days at Christmas, I'm going to be doing a whole week at Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving, the week of Thanksgiving is usually the first or second week of rifle season. It's also usually the first week of duck season. So that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, so, yeah, while you're out doing that and then going out, you know, hunting ducks and stuff, which I really want to do sometime, <laughs> I was out. My my main goal was to get this one deer down, and he was like, he was a thick boy. Let's just say he that he was a thick boy. But he I he was should. a he was a let's let's see he was a what did I call what dang what did I call it. What was the hog daddy that I called it? Yeah, deer? hog daddy. Yeah, yeah he was he was he was hog daddy, hog daddy certified. So I found this shed like this spring. I forgot to say this. This spring, I found this shed, and it Layton, was like Layton, Layton always. Even... You guys always find the shed in 
shed we, there. We, yeah, we found uh we found one shed. It, but it was this fall. It was this fall, my bad. It was this fall. We went out and we went camping and we found this shed and it is a freaking Yeah, monster. it was in like it was in like September, October, wasn't it? It was from yeah. last it was from last spring. Spring of yeah. t- spring of twenty twenty one. It was it was fall break. It was the like first week of October. It was fall break. And we yeah. found this massive freaking shed. And then I get all pumped up because then I think we get a picture of him on trail camera. I don't know if it's actually him or not, but I think I think it was. I think it was it, him. I don't know. He looks he looks really different from, you know, that not, picture. Not really. I mean I don't know. The, that, that's the shape of, of the the shape of the antlers. Are so... The we'll brow tines. Were, the, the brow tines were super tall, like that one. But but those brow but the brow tine on the shed is like really close. to It's G two two, G two two. But um, well that's anyway. well that's two well that's two totally different years too. True. Like but, his uh, main his main beam could have grown a lot more. Yeah. Anyway, um, we get this deer on trail camera, and I am like pumped about him. He's the only deer I wanted to get down, and I name him Otis. Hog Daddy. Like, for, yeah, Hog, Hog Daddy Otis. Hog Daddy certified. Hog Daddy certified, and then I'm just like, he's the only deer who I'm after this year, and I don't, I don't want to go for any other. But um, eventually, like we're we're hunting for like. This might be. Didn't you go hunting at Grammy Pappy's before? No, this was this was after. Uh, I mean, that was after. But uh, this oh, was like I this is like before. this is like the second day of rifle season. The opening day was um, it was okay. We saw like a really big, thick seven point. It was yeah, like you a guys, really you guys saw a bunch of deer, like yeah, just no, like no really shooters point. that you could get a shot at. But you guys saw a bunch of deer. Yeah. If the, we saw this uh this seven point and he's his body was like massive. He was like he looked like um like a three or four year old deer. His body was massive, but his rack was like puny. He was tiny. Um <laughs> anyway, we uh so I'm after this one deer that we get on a trail camera and this is the second day of raffle season. And it was on a Sunday. I remember it was on a Sunday. And I'm, like, sitting down in the afternoon. No, it might be opening day. It was one or the other. And and um, I remember we were sitting down. And then all of a sudden I hear, and my uncle was on, like, we have, like, two fields. And then I was on, like, one of them. Like, there's, like, a little foresty area, like, downwards. And there's a blind down there. We were hunting there. And there's another field, and that's where my uncle was hunting in a tree stand. And then we just hear this big boom. We were watching this herd of does, and then they just they just start going crazy and run off. And we're like, that like that's my uncle. And then we we ask we text him, and he's like, big bug down over here. And then we we're like, nice. So then we get down, and then we go over there to go help pick him up, and. We drive down there in the full wheeler, and what do you know? It's the deer that I got on trail camera that I wanted to get down. It was Otis. Um, I mean, it it might have been Otis. It might not have because we don't know about the shed. We're gonna have to, you know, look at that whenever he gets it, gets the mount back. But um, 
anyway, he got my deer, and I was kind of upset at first, but it's, you know, it's just a deer, it's not the end of the world, but, um, it was okay, congratulations to him, I was, uh, I was kind of pumped for him, but, uh, I was, you know, it was better than, like, not seeing him at all, then, like, I, I at least got to see what he looked like, and he was cool, he had, like, a split brow tongue, which I've always wanted, but, um, it was, it was cool, uh, he was really cool, and, uh, yeah, he, he was a he was a good deer. He was a good looking deer, and uh, yeah. So then, like I think it was the next weekend because I had school all that week. It was the next weekend. We would go out, and no, 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 no. It was, it was one of the weekdays. No, I am so sorry. Saturday is the day that my uncle killed that buck, and then Sunday, the day after, we go that morning. And then we don't see anything. And then in the afternoon, we go over to my grandparents, and they we're pretty much just visiting. And then my my grandpa is like, you know, you can take a gun down there and go see if you can, you know, go hunt down there. I'm like, for real? And then and then he's like, yeah. And then he gives me his his own T43, packs it up with a couple of rounds, and then I go down there. And then I'm just sitting down there, and as soon as I get down to our little blind that me and Keaton made a couple years ago, I see this really decent eight point just standing there, like he was there before I even got to my to my spot. And he he's like he noticed me before, but then like I kind of stalked up there, and I got to my spot. And by the time I got down there, he didn't spook at all. He was still sitting there, and um. He walked off. Like, I watched him almost the entire time. Like, he walked off, came back, walked off, came back. And eventually, he went around this pond. And then this doe came up right behind him. And it was a little doe. It was like. That's why that like, that's why that buck was staying there. Yeah. And then this doe is, like, across the pond, just standing there. And I'm just, like, watching her because, like, she's barely moving. And I'm like, I'm like texting you. I'm like, there's a, there's a doe, there's a doe right here and like perfectly broadside. Should I take the shot? And then you're just like, take it, take it. Cause like I was texting you and then you're just like, just take that shot. And I'm like, okay. And then by that time, my family was about to say like, they're like, say goodbye. I'm about to leave and call me back up. And then they walked outside and then by that time, I was getting, like, the barrel line. I was getting the scope all perfect. And I was getting ready to take that shot because she was perfectly broadside. And I was about to get my camera. To, like, you know, I already had the gun set up because I had it, like, in between these two logs. They were, like, crossed together making an X. I put my barrel, like, right on top of that. And it was, like, perfect. Like, the aligning was perfect. So I was trying to get my camera ready, get my phone ready. And then by that time, as soon as I'm trying to get my phone out, she starts quartering away. I'm like, oh, shoot, if I wait any longer, she's going to start walking away. So I was like, you know what? Heck with the camera. I'm taking this doe down. And then I, I get the gun ready. And then that's whenever my parents are walking out, like you know, my family's walking out. And then I pull the trigger. I take the safety off. I pull the trigger. Boom. That doe dropped to the ground. <laughs> uh, and then of course they hear it because that's not 
like that boom is like not where you know the spot where I shot at is not really far away from where they were standing, so it was like a really big boom. Yeah, the and, top of the the top of the hill is where their house is, and the bottom of the hill is probably, you know, they only have twenty acres, and it's it's all wood, so it's like imagine yeah. like imagine like not like nineteen acres of woods, and then like a acre top of the hill where their house is, like yeah, and then down at the bottom is where Layton was, so it's not that. Yeah, not at all. So it was like, it was like a freaking bomb blew up or something. And I knew, and then um, my grandpa, he was joking around. He was talking to my dad and then they heard the boom. And then he was like, that's a mess. And then, and then my dad is right then texting me. And then I text back in all caps dropped her <laughs> it was i wish i could have seen their reaction because it was it was the funniest thing this the doe is rolling down into yeah she's rolling down into the <laughs> palm like squirming all around and then at that time i was like freaking out like i was jumping up i was like jumping left like i was just i was freaking out and then at that time i start i start calling keaton and then i'm like Dude, I just dropped her, and then I I Facetime him, and I'm like showing him, and every, everything. It was it was crazy, and then he try to drag it out. And he put he puts the phone in his pocket, and drags the dough out of the pond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. My phone, my my AirPods are at twenty percent. Well, um. Anyway, so I get the dough out, and then my grandpa and dad are coming down with with my little brother, and then they drag it up, and they bring the truck down, they put it up, and then, you know, they drag it back up to the the house, and we start skinning it up, and um, yeah, that so I already got a dough this year, or last year, and then the next weekend rolls around, and I'm like, that was the first weekend of Rafa season, yeah. So then the next weekend, um, yeah. I go out and we see a couple of deer that morning, and then we leave. Come, we go to my house, then go back in the afternoon. We wait around to about maybe three o'clock, four o'clock, maybe. No, 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 not three o'clock. It was like it was like two, two thirty, two thirty to three, and then we see this. We're watching these does run around, and there's, like, this big, thick doe. I'm like, I've already gotten a doe this year. All I want is a buck. So then, all of a sudden, like, we're watching these does run around, and they're, like, I don't know, 20 to 30 yards away from us. No, maybe 40 yards. I don't know. They're, they're, they're pretty close. And then, out of nowhere, we just see this big body, this bug just comes out of nowhere, and then all I'm seeing is like it's rack, and I'm like, that's a good buck. So then I'm like, holy crap! So I turn my I turn my GoPro on real quick, and then I get my gun out, and for somehow my phone is in my pocket, my jacket pocket, and it falls out, it lands on like it lands on the blind's ground, it makes like this big loud noise, and that buck is still there. I'm like, how in the world did he not spook? So Cause anyway, because those, those does were there, yeah, he was chasing them. So then I'm seeing, I'm watching him, and he's like turning around and stuff, 
and then he gets at this good broadside angle on top of this little hill. And then I'm just like, and my dad's like, take him if you want. Him. He's a good buck. So I'm like, okay. Like, I, I'm thinking to myself, I probably won't get another chance at this again. So I'm like, right. I'm just going to go like, ahead and o- take him. Otis is already dead. Yeah, Otis is already <laughs> gone. This is going to be, this might be my last chance. So I'm like, okay, I'm taking him. Take the safety off. <laughs> Boom. And I, I think I got double lungs. I don't know. But he starts running off. And I'm watching him, and then I, and then all of a sudden I hear, and I, I just see him falling over, and I just see this big white belly through through the woods and stuff. And I'm like, let's go! So I start I start texting Keaton and like all my friends and stuff that hunt, and then I'm just like, I just got a buck down, bro. And then I get down and I start recording and go over to him, and then he was a decent buck. He was a decent buck, and uh. Yeah, I was really, I was really proud of that. So, um, yeah, last year I got a buck and a doe. So. And you're getting, you're getting him shoulder mounted, right? Yeah, I'm getting a shoulder mounted. Already have a spot in my room for him, so yeah. I'm really excited so for that. You'll probably do a video when you get him back. Oh yeah, it won't be till like this fall of this yeah. year. Yeah, so but still, it'll be a while, but yeah, it'll I'm be something good for a video. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but other than that. That's probably going to wrap it up. I'm going to talk about a little bit what I'm going to be doing video-wise. Um, um, here shortly, probably, probably, I don't know, probably tomorrow, I'll probably film a video um, doing a turkey call review. Um, I'll probably film two videos tomorrow. One nice. one, one doing a turkey call review, and then one, um, it might be in the same video. I'm not really sure, but I'm going to be doing a turkey call review and I'm going to be talking, you know, I didn't really film any videos. I don't really have an excuse for it. I just, I just didn't make any videos, you know, like I said, I didn't really, I didn't really hunt much, but the times I did hunt, I could have made videos. And Oh, the one time when I went on the guided duck hunt, I had charged it. I was like super prepared. I charged all my camera batteries the night before I had everything ready to go. I thought I had put my GoPro in my blind bag to take to the blind, but then it starts getting daylight. It's almost shooting time. I reach into my blind bag. I'm like, where's my GoPro? Literally dump out everything into my blind bag, and I was like, crap, my GoPro must be in the car. And, you know, when I got back, it was sitting in the seat, but I was mad at myself for that. So that could have been a video, but didn't really make any videos because other than that time, I didn't really, you know, try to or want to because I wasn't really wasn't really hunting much except for I didn't film when I went dove hunting. I filmed a little bit when I went deer hunting, but I had it all in GoPro of me stalking the little seven-pointer and almost shooting him. So that's cool. But anyways, other than <laughs> that, other than that, just a, I'm going to be doing a turkey call review and then, you know, I'll probably give it a few weeks, maybe do a chief video or something. And then I'll start getting into more, you know, turkey stuff. That'll be the plan for me this spring. I think I think my next video I want to do is kind of like a knife review because I have bunches of pocket knives. And until I find my other one that I just used the other day, I don't know where it's at. I set it down somewhere. Um, but I think that would be kind of cool. I want to do something like that. Yeah. Because I want to see which one is the sharpest. So, like, whenever I go out do you like the Do you like the paper tests or whatever? Yeah, that like, was, like, like 
like sharpen them, like sharpen them, and then do like the paper test where you like try to cut it and see if it like, rips it or cuts it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Because I I might do something in the future where I make a video of me like you know surviving or you know it, like everyday kind of stuff. If I need a pocket knife, I just know exactly which one to go to. Or know like, which, which one to just carry around every day. Yeah. Because like I have a bunch now. So yeah, I'll do something like that. That sounds Cause, pretty cool. Because, like, I don't have anything else to do till turkey season, so. Yeah. Well, you, he he usually does streams, too, so. Yeah, I do, like, Call of Wild live streams whenever I'm bored. Yeah, if you want to, if you're into Call of the Wild, which um few of you from YouTube probably are, you probably watch his streams anyways. Cause it's probably how you came to the podcast, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> through one of his streams, but, yeah. So I'm gonna be doing, you know, turkey videos. I'm gonna be doing a video about chief or not. I'll, I'll kind of think about it, see how it works out. But, but other than that, I think that's gonna wrap up this podcast. We're already going on 65 minutes. Um, yeah. Do you have anything to say? No, not really. Well, all right. Yeah, some technical difficulties earlier though. Yeah, we so. have technical difficulties. I know this probably wasn't those. This isn't the most interesting topic or a topic we can talk about or anything, but I just thought it's something to take up the time for this week. Because, um, I mean, like, we recorded stuff that we didn't make a video for, so uh, yeah. I know you you went turkey hunting or, you know, goose hunting and forgot your GoPro, so I was like, kind of need to talk about that. Like, that'd be kind of cool to talk about. About that. Yeah, I know. That's why oh. that's why I say it's like... Yeah. You mean... <laughs> oh, okay. I... I misunderstood. I know, I know. What yeah, you mean. I, but I am known to say something wrong. But yeah, yeah, but any, but anyways, guys, I know this podcast. It might seem all over the place, but it's just kind of us talking. We didn't really plan it out very good. The last one we didn't really plan out either. We just kind of talked about it, but you know, we knew more kind of about that. Not that we don't know about this or anything, but you know what I mean. It's pretty but, much progressing and like learning maybe, more. Yeah. I just thought it'd be an interesting topic to take up the time for this week. So if you have any suggestions then Instagram at Trout Doors, um, go put a comment I'll on YouTube. My Instagram up too, so. Yeah. Go follow us on YouTube. Um, if you want to, you don't have to, but you can give us a, a rating or a, I don't know. I know on Apple, you can give us like a five star or whatever is the highest. You can, <laughs> get, you, can get, you can give us a one star. I don't care. <laughs> any, any any stars help um share our podcast once we i think once we get to 50 listeners we can put like um we can put like ads or whatever through the app so i don't know oh now you say that no one's gonna want to watch our stuff no i don't really care about that i'm just saying once we get to f- it's not it's not about that but once we get to 50 we can do that but i don't even yeah. know how that works so even if we did get to 50 I don't know. I'd have to do. I'd have to do a bunch of stuff to figure that out. But anyways, um, yeah. Go follow us on Instagram. Go subscribe to our channels. You know, if you want to, you don't have to. You can just, you can just be like that and not subscribe. But anyways, yeah. Future videos coming. Future podcasts coming. We're gonna try to do one every week. Um, they're pretty easy to do. The hardest thing is just finding a good topic. So, yeah, we will. Thank you guys for listening first off but we will see you guys not see you but you will hear us in the next podcast we are the most um 
We are the most cringy podcasters on Apple and Spotify. Both of them. Both of them. So, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. You will hear us in the next podcast. Bye-bye now. Peace. <laughs>